Jeff sampled his martini, straight up, no rocks, and approved, which seemed to surprise him. He was even more meticulous about martinis than about most things. Outside the States, he traveled with a little vial of vermouth in his inside pocket, and always ordered straight gin. The drink judged worthy of the toast, he met Julie's eyes and proposed, To your own byline by this time next year. Julie wrinkled her nose and murmured thanks. She turned her glass round and round, an orange blossom that, sooner or later, she would be expected to drink. Finally, she lifted it. To Paris and to you. In that order? She grinned. I'm very fond of both of you. The restaurant noises picked up as a party shuffled its seating arrangement. Someone was explaining that the guest of honor must face the door through which, at Sardi's, the rich and famous were presumably in constant transit. Jeff scowled and sipped his drink. Sardi's was not his favorite restaurant, but it was Julie's the last time he'd asked, and he insisted on it. The occasion was more noteworthy for her solid year of employment on the gossip column, Tony Alexander says, then for Jeff's departure later that night for Paris. Jeffrey Hayes' times assignments took him to distant and troubled places. Julie's to where her legs could carry her, so to speak. She suspected he was already halfway to Paris and envied him the depth of his work, its significance. Where do you start when you get there? She asked. I'll skirmish around a bit and try to improve my contacts. France is a conspirator's marketplace. I'll be shopping for discarded loyalties. How's that? Very fancy, Julie said. Jeff laughed aloud. She conjured a picture of him sitting in a smoky bistro, drinking beer and waiting for someone who would walk past the place twice to get a look at him before going in. She had not questioned whether he would be in danger. Risk was to be taken for granted. So was caution. He was going to do a series on the neo-fascist movement. I'd like to be going with you, she said. I'd like to work on something that important. Jeff made a sound in his throat that suggested satisfaction with things as they were. He neither under nor overvalued the job of legman for Tony Alexander. It was where he too had started his newspaper career. She laid her hand on his across the table. The gray in his hair was becoming dominant and made him even more distinguished looking. The probing dark eyes suggested a worldly wisdom, the firm mouth, self-assurance almost to a degree of self-satisfaction.